Welcome to the Upper Limit Podcast designed to help you expand your upper limit to live a life of limitless love, freedom, and peace. I am your host, Jerrica Slow, and thank you for joining me to chat all things self-love, mindset, habits, manifestation, and everything to do with building a life that you are wildly obsessed with. Hi, hello, welcome back or welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. We have a fun and exciting episode today that I'm super excited to get into, but firstly, I just want to say that SLM, the Self-Love Mastery Course, is almost done and I have just been growing more and more excitement over this course since I've been creating it because I'm just seeing everything come together and this course is literally going to change lives. (laughs) Like, I mean that in the most dramatic way possible. This course is literally going to change your life. It is literally your science-backed toolkit for increasing happiness, peace, and just your self-love. And I'm so fucking excited. Like, I'm literally so excited. So, if you have not yet joined the waitlist, I promise you you're going to be, you're, oh my goodness, can I speak? Hello? Hi? I promise you are going to want to be on this waitlist. You get an exclusive limited time discount when the course launches and I promise you, this course is going to change your life because it is designed to help you increase happiness, peace, and freedom, level up your lifestyle to promote joy, ease, and fulfillment, develop healthier habits and routines, um, hit new levels of success in every area of life, including your career and relationships, rewire your brain for more self-love, kick negative self-talk in the butt, and cultivate deep levels of self-acceptance to just feel good in your own skin, and to help you better understand yourself. Like, I am truly not kidding when I'm telling you guys that this is literally your toolkit for living a life of fulfillment and to cultivate that inner self-love. And I am just so fucking excited for like the 10th time. I'm going to say that. Um, But if you have not yet joined the waitlist, you can do so in the show notes below or it is linked in any of the links on my social media page. Okay, but back to back to today's episode. I have done a couple segments on TikTok around things neuroscience taught me, and I thought it would be fun to bring this to the podcast because so many people have loved it, and that's what we're going to do. So we're going to be talking about the things neuroscience taught me about self-love, things neuroscience taught me that took me from surviving to thriving, things neuroscience taught me about love and relationships, and just generally the things neuroscience taught me about success and living a life you love because that is why I do what I do. Um, Ever since I've immersed myself into neuroscience, I have just completely fallen in love with neuroscience and the fact that we can literally control our entire lives with just our brains, which is wild to me, but I'm obsessed, so I'm here to try and make you obsessed. No, I'm just kidding, but um, we're going to get into it, okay? So number one is you should always avoid talking poorly about yourself. It doesn't matter if it's in your head or out loud, you should always avoid talking poorly about yourself. And this is because how you speak to yourself forms your identity, right? Like those I am statements, I am ugly, I am stupid, I am an anxious person. 
because your identity creates your external reality, right? I talk about this all the time and I don't know if I've ever mentioned this. I think I may have, but your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's not. So it doesn't know that like you don't truly mean what you say. Um, So whether you look in the mirror like a couple times a week and you're like, oh, I look ugly or I am ugly, like don't do that. Stop it. Don't do that because you're forming beliefs, right? Which in essence means that like every time you speak poorly about yourself, your subconscious mind is deeming that as truth. And once it forms that belief, you are going to start or even just continue to engage in habitual thought patterns and actions that align with that negative belief, which is going to decrease your ability to love yourself and feel that happiness and peace. So stop doing that, okay? Avoid doing that. (laughs) Um, Number two. Actually, firstly, before I move on to number two, I will say um, when I shared this point on TikTok, I got a lot of like, you know, lashback as the TikTok trolls like to do. Um, And it was just people saying like, you can't stop your thoughts, blah, blah, blah. No, I wasn't telling anyone to not have thoughts. Um, The point is to like redirect them. So if you have a negative thought, like redirect it, that type of thing. That's what I mean, but whatever. (laughs) Um, Okay, number two. You should avoid letting people into your life who treat you poorly just because you like them. This is a big one. This is so big. So many of us let people hold space in our lives and in our minds just because we like them, but they don't treat us nicely. And this one was also very controversial on TikTok, but here's what you don't realize, okay? When you accept this type of behavior from the people around you, you are unconsciously accepting that how they treat you is true to your self-worth, right? Even if right now you are someone who knows your worth, by accepting that behavior and putting up with it, over time, this is going to shift your neural pathways from being someone who has high self-worth to someone who has low self-worth because you are consistently, and the key word being consistently, exposing yourself to behavior that speaks to low self-worth. And especially when it's someone you care about, that takes a hit. Whether you think you're the Hulk and are invincible or not, that literally takes a hit. Because your brain is going to go, well, I care about this person. Like, I want them to think nicely of me. And if they're saying not so nice things about you, you're going to start to think that they're true. So again, this just comes back to self-love and you really just need to cultivate that inner self-love in order to let go of the people who aren't treating you the way that you deserve and desire, even if you truly, really like them. Okay, number three, you should avoid looking for validation in the opinions of others, even those closest to you, okay? This one was also controversial. I feel like I'm just sharing all the controversial points. I promise not everything I share on TikTok is controversial. (laughs) But at the end of the day, you only have yourself, right? Like friendships and relationships can come and go at literally any point in time. And the only person that you will forever be in the presence of is yourself. And like, I don't... When I said that, like, so many people online were like, that's such a sad way to look at life. And like, that's just, I'm not looking at it from a sad way. Like, that's just the reality. Whether someone were to, you know, God forbid, pass away or you got into a huge fight and you just decided to part ways, whatever it is, like, 
the only person that you will 100% forever be in the presence of is yourself. That's just the reality. So what do you want out of life, right? Like there are times that it is appropriate to seek validation and opinions of others, like when it directly affects someone or if you're looking for like the opinion of a mentor on how to do or like on how to get to where they did or like things like that, right? But when it comes down to things like your career, your outfit, your hair, or big life things that will directly affect your own happiness, you need to make those decisions yourself. Because when you are asking for the opinions of others, all you are getting is an answer that falls within the belief system of what they think is possible for them. Or it falls within their values and their morals and their opinions, right? When all is said and done, the only peace and freedom that you will feel from within is the peace and freedom that you create for yourself by living life the way you desire. Number four, if there is something that you desire but have yet to achieve, it is not because of fate or because you're not meant to have it. It is simply because your conscious mind desire is not in alignment with your subconscious mind beliefs, right? I talk about this all the time, how the subconscious is responsible for about 95% of your external results, simply because it controls the actions that you either will or will not take. And if the desire you have is outside of your current belief system, you will not take the action needed to get there because your brain just wants to protect you, right? But I think another thing that's really important to note is that if the desire is there, it means it's meant for you, right? Like I think I may have even said this on the podcast before, but like my boyfriend is an electrician. I have zero fucking desire to ever be an electrician, right? That means it's not meant for me. And I can guarantee you that if I just went and became an electrician with no desire for it, um, I would be miserable and unhappy. So you have to follow your desires because that's what's going to lead you to that ultimate happiness and fulfillment. And if you don't have what you desire yet, like I said, it has nothing to do with the fact that it's fate or that you're not meant to have it. It's just because your subconscious mind beliefs are not in alignment with your conscious mind desires. But the amazing thing, which is why I absolutely love what I do, is that because of neuroplasticity, we have the ability to change our subconscious beliefs to better serve the life that we want to live and the actions that we need to take to get there. So guys, I'm proof of this, okay? I played the fake card with everything everything saying things like I'm not meant to work a career that makes me happy I'm not meant to have money whatever it was and when I started to actually work on my subconscious programming and formed beliefs that no longer held me back from taking the action that's when I got to quit my soul-sucking nine-to-five to work for myself and that's when my bank account bank account started growing okay number five is a really fun one You can use frequency music to help you with literally anything, literally anything, stress, anxiety, sleep, focus. Our brains are constantly oscillating in different wavelengths at different frequencies throughout the day. And you can use frequency music to align your brainwave state with the state that you want to be in. This literally, guys, changed my life. And I mean that, again, in the most dramatic way possible. (laughs) When I am working, I typically have a really hard time focusing. I don't, I don't know what it is. I've never been diagnosed with ADHD. I, I don't know what it is, but I have a really hard time focusing. 
I throw on gamma frequencies because the gamma brainwave state is associated with high focus. Game changer. Literally game changer. I'm like hammering out four hours of work in two hours. Like I'm super productive. And even things like when my boyfriend has trouble sleeping, we put on delta frequencies to help put him in the delta brainwave state because that is the deep sleep state. So highly recommend utilizing frequency music. Ladies, number six is for you, but men, listen closely because this could directly affect you, you know, if you have a lady at home. So women's brains change throughout our menstrual cycle. You know when we get like super duper moody during our luteal phase and we cry all the time for no reason or we get like bitchy at like the smallest things? It's because during this time we have a decrease in serotonin circulating throughout our system, which if you know anything about serotonin, it's the happy neurotransmitter. So we literally have a difficult time like being happy. So ever since learning this, I've been able to be a lot more self-accepting during this time and it affects my happiness a lot less because instead of getting frustrated with myself, I remind myself that I literally just have a chemical imbalance during this phase of my cycle, right? And it has allowed me to be more consciously aware of the activities I engage in for increasing serotonin during this time, like drinking matcha or going outside in the sun. Now, I already do both these things on a day-to-day basis, but, you know, maybe I'll just be more mindful of just doing serotonin-boosting activities. Number seven, you can only be loved to the depth of your own self-love. Your brain will only feel safe in relationships that stay within its comfort zone. And this comfort zone is only created through how you love yourself, right? Like our internal worthiness and deservingness will reflect what we are unconsciously comfortable with in relationships. So if you are finding it difficult to attract or to keep healthy relationships, it's a telltale sign that you need to cultivate more self-love because I've said it a million times, but relationships are nothing but a mirror of how we feel about ourselves. And this is what I did to go from a relationship with someone who didn't respect or value me to now someone who gives me the utmost respect and would never do a single thing to devalue me, right? I started to value and respect myself. And last but not least, this is a super fun one. I actually learned this from my favorite neuroscientist, Emily McDonald. I absolutely adore her. Um, But she was on a podcast episode that I listened to where she was actually talking about like the neuroscience of heartbreak or like healing from a breakup. And she said this one, and I think this is so fascinating. So when we go through a breakup, we have a drop in serotonin and an increase in dopamine and cortisol, which this explains the pull that we get, right? You know, you're always like, oh, I just want to get back together with them. I just want to be around them. That's why you're getting that pull. And I will say that this is also important after a breakup to reconnect your own self-love because a lot of the times when we feel that pull, we you know, we think like, oh, I miss them. It's meant to be. No, it's actually just your brain chemistry. Like it's literally just your brain chemistry. Okay, guys, those are all eight points and I definitely have more that I could share. So please let me know in the comments below if you are on Spotify, if you would like another episode like this, because 
I just think it's so important to learn the importance of our brain and how it plays a direct role in how we live and experience life. And that if we just learn to make it work within our favor, we get to live a really beautiful life. And I just, that's my mission to just share with you guys. Like you literally are the controller of your reality and your life and you just got to learn to make your brain work with you rather than against you. As always, please don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. Leave a rating and review. This drastically helps push the podcast out to more people like you who desire to live a life of happiness, peace, freedom, love, and wealth. And it would mean the literal absolute world to me if you could give a rating. So if you are listening on Spotify, go ahead and leave any questions you may have below and I will answer them in next week's episode. And I hope you have a great morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you are listening to this, and I will catch you guys in the next week's episode.